all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Body of Christ Real Talk. Hola a todos. Bienvenidos a una verdadera charla sobre el cuerpo de Cristo. Hey, hello, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you, baby Pee-wee, and my introducing beautiful wife, my princess, Nemo Fool. Welcome to Body of Christ Real Talk. Hello, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and anybody that's listening at night, welcome to the show. Okay, this is a quick topic. I'm going to be doing some quick topics on my faces. Remember, guys, now a lot of you don't remember because I've done it on my other podcast. But on Connecting the Dots, over a year or so ago, close to a year, a year and a half ago, I put, I made a goal, a personal goal. I'll probably mention it on this podcast as well. It was a four-phase goal. And that four-phase was called to make myself, to better myself spiritually physically, financially, and mentally. Remember that? Now, if, if I mention that on this show, some of you guys will remember that. But if not, I'm sorry, but I mentioned I did. I mentioned on my uh, Connecting the Dots, my Bible study podcast. Well, anyways, uh, I want to talk about a few important things that I think a lot of us can get better in. And I'm going, to, I, I always and I often speak about myself. Things that I want to grow in, things that I need to get stronger in. And you probably uh, would like to get stronger in certain areas too in your life. There's a lot of things going on out of three phases, was four phases. I'm going to cut it down to three now because I believe when all these get taken care of, the mental and the emotional issues will get better as they go along. Now, you know, because I had four phases to better myself emotionally, uh, physically, spiritually, and financially. But I feel, and I really do, if I better myself, first of all, spiritually, make myself stronger, the goal to get stronger in the Lord and the Word of God, better relationship with Christ, prayer life, and things like that, the better myself physically and the way I eat uh, and different things like that, physical exercise or whatever like that, and uh, <clears throat> financially, the better myself financially so I can be independent, free, free from a job to be able to do a full-time ministry. Now, with all three of those going the right direction and that that's prospering in my life. I believe my emotional and my mental battles will get better as well, especially the spiritual aspect of it. Getting stronger in the word of God, getting a stronger relationship with God, praying more, fellowship more with fellow believers and brothers and sisters in Christ. I believe mentally that automatically, no doubt, will get stronger. So I just 
cut it down to a three-phase goal now. Now, the three-phase goal is to better myself. This is my goal. You might have another goal. But my goal is to better myself. First of all, spiritually. Second, physically, because I think that's the second most important thing in our life. That's in health and everything. And then financially. Those are the three goals. This is not a resolution or nothing like that. I don't do resolutions. This is just something that I'm, I'm just bouncing back and doing now. Now, with all that said, I call those the three phases, you know, stuff like that, spiritually, physically, and financially. I call it the SPF phase. The SPF phase is down to three. It was four when I mentioned it you all know, connecting the dots over a year and a half ago. Now it's like a three phase. <clears throat> S, spiritually, P, physically, and F, financially. Those are three goals that I need to get better at. And that's, that's, those are three goals that I'm going to make, um, uh, make a strong promise to myself to do better at, you know, and to get better at. All right. Now, a, a few weeks ago, I talked about a few things, how to better yourself financially, how to not talk about side hustles and stuff like that, how to make some extra income on the side without uh, quitting your job or finding extra income, especially finding extra income. And I, I got into a lot of other things like that, et cetera. You know, it depends on your level and your goals. See, I think a goal, I, I, once upon a time, I didn't think too much about goals, but I see the importance of setting a goal, your own personal goal, not nobody else's goal. Listen to me closely. Not nobody else's goal, your own realistic personal goal financially. So the next few days, uh, you know, I'm going to be getting to financial goals, basically how to make some extra income without finding a part-time job. Now, I'm talking about extra income, maybe an extra thousand, two thousand, up to five thousand or more. You know, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about a hundred dollars here and two hundred dollars there. No, that you can, there's many ways you can get that, you know, but I'm just talking about uh, maybe a couple of thousand on up to make some extra income. The reason I'm going that route for me because it's it's the uh, the endeavors that I will be doing and pursuing to make that type of money. Okay, now you might be saying, Joe, you've been talking about this for a while. Now I'm going to get through this real fast because I'm going to make a little small series on all three of them coming up. You know, to uh, get some uplifting. We hear so much negativity what's going on and it's uh, around us now. There's so much going on around the world today, and a lot of people are disappointed. They talk about interest rates, and you know, they talking about this, the food shortages, and the 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 the, uh, the PJ vaccine vaccines, and the takeover of the United States. It's all kind of stuff that people are talking about. Most of it is. Most of it, let me put it out there, you might be surprised, most of it is happening. It's very real. Then some of them is just speculation, and some of them are conspiracy theories. But it is a lot of stuff that's going on around us, around the United States and the world. Now, a lot of that stuff made a lot of us angry. And I mean, I put emphasis on us because it, it really bothered me of all this stuff going on. And before I go any further, I'm in the library. You can hear those cars and all the loudness going by, I'm in a library. So you're going to hear a lot of sounds because 
we don't have that solid proof wall. They don't have a solid proof wall in these study rooms. They should, but they don't. So you're going to hear a lot of loudness, you know, cars going bad and changing of the weather don't make no difference. So let me continue. Okay. What these three phases that I will be doing has something to do with what's going on around us because if we don't make goals and continue to strive to make ourselves better in these areas, we're going to get caught up in that rope and that hole. And I find myself getting angry, caught up in that hole of what's going on around us. And a lot of things that's going on around us is real because the times are changing. The times are changing. And I don't have no doubt that the church will be taken out of here. I don't know when, but I just, I'm not going to say feeling because I don't want to base everything on my feelings, but just the clock and the way things are going now. It adds so much up to the Bible, not uh, the prophecy of the rapture because the rapture, the catch the word of the church was never prophesied, but it's just that clock that's telling me that the church will be tucking away. I'm not predicting. I'm not setting no dates. I don't get into that. I'm not into all that, you know, but you know, we're in that time. But at the same time, a lot of things are being hit. The church has been hit hard. Spiritual, your spiritual growth and your faith has been challenged. And then you come to the physical part. You have bad foods going things. You're getting these bad vaccines. You're getting a lot of stuff put in food. Now, they're, they're advocating things that uh, and putting spike protein in foods and different things like that, especially processed food and stuff like that. And then you think about the financial part, how everything is shutting down. Banks are shutting down. Your bank may be shut down, shut down already. People trying to talk about Bitcoin and crypto and stuff like that. The change of the currency, the American dollar is dying slowly but surely. And they're trying to make a new currency. Now, all three of those things is happening and it's real. We need to be prepared as brothers and sisters in Christ and individuals. Individuals. This is for the saved excuse me, and the unsaved. The only difference is the saved, we have a better future in the heavenly places. And the unsaved, I'm going to give you a chance to get that, uh, to have that chance too, but let me get this out the way. That's why I'm talking about the, this three phase that's important. Now, what I'm going to be talking about the phase and I'm going to be getting into, I'm not, I'm not going to get into deep detail again. You know, I'm not going to get into deep, uh, deep detail over this time, but it has to do with real estate. Real estate today, today, I think real estate is one of the biggest investments today, no matter what's happening in an economy and the increasing rates of houses and stuff like that is the biggest investment that you can make for your future. I believe real estate is, and it has nothing to do with being a real estate agent, you know. I think it's better, it's, it's going to work out better for the real estate investor. And I, many people might get scared to talk about, okay, we need, need money for real estate, but I'm getting all that late, into all that later. But that's what I'm getting into. I've been in and out of it and procrastinating about it a lot over 10 years now. I, I've been talking about this over 10, maybe 12 years now. So this is nothing new in me. I have somewhat of an idea and somewhat, uh, somewhat of a knowledge of creative real estate 
investing, which I have a passion for, creative real estate. When it comes to something I love doing besides studying the Bible and reading the Bible and stuff like that and teaching the Bible, is real estate comes to a not a close, but it, it, it's my second thing that I like doing, that I have a passion to do, and I feel I I can be pretty good and better at doing it if I stick with it. That's the key, sticking with it. So real estate is what I'm going to be talking about. What I'm getting into is real estate, and maybe you might you may be interested in this, or if you just have another endeavor you want to get into. I don't. No matter what it is, you know this is the time to just. Grab onto it and just go forward. Don't let nothing slow you down. So today I'm going to talk about, not today, but in the next podcast, I will be talking about financial, you know, financial ways to better yourself, you know, better of making an extra couple of thousand, a thousand on up to maybe 20,000 a month. Like I said, I have my goal, what I want to make. I have my realistic goal. Now, why do I keep saying realistic goal? A lot of people, and I used to be like that, you know, when I first started, because I used to listen to, listen to everybody else telling me what my goals ought to be. I used to listen to everybody telling me, uh, telling me or uh, suggesting if I'm not reaching for the sky to make twenty, thirty, forty thousand a month, month, I'm not reaching high enough, seeing stuff like that. And I used to think about that, man. I said, man, you know, I used to think about that, you know. And the last year or so, I, I thought to myself, man, what is my real goal? Because your heart does not fool you. Well, it can. But, you know, your real goals, you should have a limit of what will make you content. And I talked about that in a couple of podcasts back. You and I should have a limit there is a such thing as a limit to be content. Now, what I mean by limit, I mean a certain monthly and yearly goal, a certain monthly and yearly goal that, that can be maintained, that would, that would keep you content financially. Now, what that goal is, I don't know. I know what mine is. You need to find out what yours is, and you need to be realistic about it. Stop trying to set other people's goals. Stop trying to compete with the Joneses' goals, because majority of the time, you're not going to reach that. Okay, let me give you an example. There are steps. Just say you you setting a goal for Twenty, thirty thousand dollars a month because your your mentor or your teacher say you need to be reaching for that, and you might you could make it. Most don't, but you can and make it. But your financial situation and everything, your mind has not. You never geared your mind and your other strategies of management of what you're going to do with that thirty thousand a month when you do get it. So if you never worked on everything else on how to manage money, how to invest and how to keep it going, you're going to lose that money. And you're not going to know where it went. Why? Because you went over your goal. You went over your contentment line. You know, okay, your bills got paid. You have your wants. You have vacation money. Anytime you want to go on a vacation, you know, if you're a vacation person, you might want a car, you have that car, whether you want to pay a note on a car or you want to buy a car with cash, preferably if you want to buy a cash, buy a car with cash. All that is met. 
utilities and all that is met. You don't have no worries. You have your extra. You have your wants now. You know. But you decided that you want more. You wanted more. You wanted more. Now those wants start becoming needs. Because anytime you start adding on and going behind your going above what you know you can handle, and I mean that, you know, sincerely, what you know you can handle, you're gonna start juggling and messing things up. And it can change you spiritually even as a believer. And it can change you spiritually and bring some type of and even turn you to into a person that falls in love with the dollar. You understand what I'm saying? So you have to be careful. Okay, so you need to know your level of contentment. What is your goal to make a month? What, what is if do you have a goal to replace your job, the income of your job? Okay, now some people it's not going to take much to replace their income. Like myself, it's not going to take much to replace my income. But some people it's going to take a lot because they make good money over sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars a year. That ain't nothing you just give up and just say, I'm going to get into a business. You have to grow into that. So it depends on your level of income that you're trying to replace. If you have not much income, you just double your income that you're making now, you know, and you're content, you got the things, you know, you know, uh, mentally that and, and financially, you know, it's okay to be content with that. I'm not saying you have to, but it's okay to be content with that. It's when you start trying to, I need more, I need more, I need more. Then all of a sudden you're trying to get another house. You're trying to get this. You're trying to get this. You know, it's, it's, you, it, it becomes more of a stress because the more money you bring in and you don't know how to manage it, or even if you do know how to manage it, the more headache is going to bring because you're going to have to bring other people in and manage your money. You're going to have to bring a lot of other things, a lot of more assets after a while that is going to have to take care of the things, you know, you know, it, it, believe me, if you're making thirty, forty thousand dollars a month and it's just sitting in the bank, that's scary because, you, you know, you can't trust the bank these days. So you have to have something that's flowing, that's going. And I'm not a financial man. I'm the last person trying to teach somebody about their finances. But I'm just using a layman, plain, you know, Joe way of learning your contentment when it comes to making money. Now, all I want, I have a goal. For me, it's easy. I have a goal, you know, to replace my job. You know, within a year, Lord's willing, and it's going to be within between six months to a year, I will be job free, you know, because I have my goal. Now, my goal at a certain month that I want to reach attain, is attainable for me. But if I make over that, that's OK. But I'm not pursuing to make so much over that because I'm simple. I don't need a whole lot. I don't need two or three cars and a big mansion and nothing like that. Why do I need all that? Me, myself, I don't need that just to have it, just to prove somebody I made it. I don't need none of that, so I'm content. So it's simple with me. It might be different with you, but at the same time, you still need to know your contentment and your level or what you need to make to replace your job. You just might want to make extra money and not want to quit your job. Okay, but basically, I'm talking to the ones that want to replace and make some extra money without 
finding a part-time job or someone that want to replace their, their full-time job or part-time job with a business or whatever like that. And they have other endeavors in the goal. Mine is to be in full-time ministry, and I cannot be in full-time ministry if I don't have no income coming in to take care of my wife and what's my future wife and stuff like that or, you know, my house expenses. I need that coming in, so I just need that coming in to take care of that and have something to just do some wants and some charities or whatever like this. I have my goal for that. I don't need to be wealthy. I don't need to be a millionaire. I'm not seeking to be that. If that happens, good. But I'm not seeking to be that. I'm just looking for contentment and peace with me, not you or my mentor, okay? So I'm going to be getting into that in the future. So stay tuned for uh, some financial tips that I have learned and I'm learning myself. I'm right here in the library now. I'm doing a little stuff in real estate right now. I'm looking at a few houses. I'm taking photos of houses. I'm in I'm in that transition already right now. So I'm not messing around and everything. And I know something is going to break as long as I stay to it. It's not going to be easy, but it don't have to be that hard either. Okay, this is Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ Real Talk, Body of Christ Real Talk. Until next time, keep God in your heart. And if you don't have God in your heart, give him a chance. You have nothing to lose by believing of what he done for you, his death, burial, and resurrection for salvation today. God bless you. I'll talk to you then. I'll see you then because this is very important in these, these uh, tough and hard, struggling days. For some of us, we need to just get ourselves stronger first spiritually, take care of our health and our mental aspect physically, and then thirdly, better ourselves and look for a way to make ourselves better for these challenges that's going to come upon us financially. I hope I can help you out as well as I hope myself, help myself. God bless you all. Peace out. Love you all. Quick topic for the day. See you then. Stay tuned for some nuggets in those three hours. Bye-bye. Peace out. Love you. Bye-bye. Let's out, baby. <laughs> we all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy. Eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase. And no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.